advertisers or agencies. It's time for In the Zone with T-Pain, where we look at everything the real way. Real talk, real problems, real solutions. And now, here's your host, T-Pain. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're sending much love out there to you out there in Radio Land, and kudos to you. Want to top off by saying hello to you all, and hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful, happy holidays and all of that good stuff, and made those good New Year's resolutions like we normally do. And I hope you are enjoying the weather. So I'm in the studio today with Lady Tina. Hello. What's going on with you? Just enjoying the new year, trying to get used to this weather that we've got going on here. One day it's 49 degrees, the next day it's 85. Well, you know, this is my type of weather. You know, I like <laughs> I like to bring out the different collection of scarves and yes. things, you know. <laughs> For some reason, I think a scarf is like a coat. Yes. I'd rather wear a scarf than a coat. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely my type of my type of weather, my type of weather to travel in, my type of weather just to do, just, you know, a lot of different things. So we definitely want to send some love out there to T-Pain today while she's on vacation. We definitely want to let you know that we love you. We are missing you here in the studio, but we're going to hold it down for her. But right now, top of the morning, top of the evening to you all, we're going to play this little song. I hope you all enjoy it. Just want to encourage your hearts. We'll be back in a moment.
for me. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody believe that you did it for me? take it back just a little bit i think my uh my co-host wanted to jump on me a little bit when i took it back but anybody that knows me i'm very old school but i thought that that was no better way to start the new year off by saying you know god i'm just thankful i'm thankful for everything that you've done everything that you're going to do and even the things that look bad i thank you for it and so you know i kind of want to put a little spin on it yeah, I was, I said, boy, you went way back in the beginning. <laughs> but then as she started to sing, it started to touch me a little bit. Because you're right, we uh, should forever be thankful. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it could have always been, like my grandmother says, it, it could be the other way. Yeah, yeah. And so even just for life, we say thank you. Even when, 
you know, spending some quality time this morning just kind of meditating. I read something that talked about anxiety and worry and that basically tomorrow has enough troubles of its own, that we live in the moment, we live in the season that God has given us. And so for that, just thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree with Grandmama. That's a very wise woman, you know, (laughs) living in the moment and of course, I always be thankful for everything. And for those of you who that wanted to know, that was Benita Washington. Um, the name of the song was Thank You. And she is the praise and worship leader for the Mount Zion Church in Nashville. Ooh. As you can tell, I am a fan. Yes. I love Benita Washington. <laughs> she is awesome. <laughs> I love her ministry. Well, off in our news, you know, you ready for the news? Oh, you know, I'm so much going on the in the news. news. Well, Bill Cosby. Woo. Mr. Cosby himself. Yes. Well, Bill Cosby escaped criminal charges in L.A. over the two sexual claims. Uh, it has been taken more than three months, but the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office says that Bill Cosby will not face any criminal charges over the alleged sexual assault incidents in 2008 and 1965. After evaluating all potential charges, there is insufficient Did y'all hear that? Insufficient? Mm -hmm. Okay. Insufficient evidence to prove these crimes beyond a reasonable doubt. And so as a result, he would not be charged. Yeah. How about that? I think it's a very wise decision. Uh, Not, I'm not one of those individuals where I'm on this side of the fence saying, oh, he's a black man. They're trying to tear down the legacy. I'm not on the other side of the fence of, hey, where did these women come from? You know, why didn't they say something 50, 60 years ago? I think that in the situation with Bill Cosby, I think that the individuals who are bringing these issues to light, whether he is guilty or not guilty of them, They're not doing it for the women who are really the victims. They're not trying to rectify anything. What they're in turn trying to do is to gain some type of fame off of who he is, being the district attorney that brought him to be arrested or being the attorney that helped him get acquitted of all charges. Everything is about people making a name for themselves. And in the end, who is really going to hurt are those women, regardless of whether he did it or not, because these people have put their lives out for the public to see. And when you put your lives out for the public to see all of your past, anything that you could have made a mistake in doing 40, 50 years ago is subject to be on display. And whether they convict him, whether they do not convict him, whether they tear down his legacy or not, these women are still going to be left holding the bag as far as it's not being done to help the women It's being done for fame and political gain and for someone or some particular group of individuals to have a platform. And that's just my stance on it. But, you you know, here's my thing. You know, Bill Cosby uh, definitely have paved the way for a lot of families and a lot of actors and a lot of actress, a lot of actors and a lot of actress. And so here it is, this man who have done so much and you have all of these allegations comes up. It's almost people kind of torn what to believe, what not to believe. And I'm not, you know, pro either way, but I am one to stand for truth. Yes. And I feel like if he did it, then by all means do what he needs to happen. But at the same time, I feel like get all your evidence first. 
before mm-hmm. you defame someone, before you belittle them, before you 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 assassinate their characters. You have so many people around the world who have formed their opinion about Mr. Cosby, and here it is coming out saying that these charges are not even insufficient. Right. And so, you know, they've already taken the Cosby show off of TV land. They removed it off of Netflix and all of that good stuff. And I, for one, I like shows like that. I like to go back and reminisce and watch those good things because TV, you know, good television is hard to find these days, unless you like a whole lot of drama. Mm -hmm. But for me, you know, you can't. There aren't enough apologies once you have falsely accused someone of something. The good thing about it, he did confess to giving certain things to certain individuals. And even though it wasn't what they wanted him to say, you know, it, it's almost like he he had to take the back seat. Now, Monique Presley, she is the Olivia Pope of any lawyer. Of, yes. I mean, just the Olivia Pope, the real Olivia Pope. Monique Presley got the evidence. She is handling this case. Bill Cosby doesn't have to say anything. And I think because he has such a a powerhouse of an attorney who is representing him, Mm -hmm. he don't have to say anything. Should he say anything? No. And I think he's very smart. Very smart. Not to say anything. Very smart. uh, Because anything he says can and will be held and used against him. Exactly. I just feel like in the, the whole realm of things, I just feel like it is not about if something did happen and the truth is that something did happen. It's not about helping the alleged victims. And even if it did not happen, it's not about helping the alleged victims. It's not about helping Bill Cosby to, you know, continue this legacy in which he's done. I believe that, you know, People are using the situation because we're in a time and a season uh, really as a body, a body of believers, to where you have to jump in. Everybody wants that five minutes of fame. And so you got to jump in and seize the moment. And right now, just jumping in and seizing the moment and attaching anything you do to him will give you, if you have any credibility, will give you some type of platform. And the thing is, is I think that we all as a body of Christ should pray for him. And, you know, not only him, but his wife. This man has a wife of probably 51 years. And so the thing is, is that whether he did these things or not, that is not my concern. That's between him and whomever, uh, whatever entity he believes in, hopefully it's Jesus Christ. Yes. But my job yes. is not to judge him, and I and our job as Christians should not be to judge him, but to keep him and his family lifted in prayer and that the truth will come out. And then based on that truth, anybody that's involved that has been affected by that truth, for them to be helped and for them to receive healing, whether it's healing from a lie or healing from the truth. But, you know, it's just like any rumor. It's hard to come back from any rumor, from any person, whether it's true or not. Oh, you definitely. Know, it, it, for some strange reason, we tend to hold on to the negative words and the positive words. Oh, All yes. the good that Mr. Cosby has done, you know, going to a lot of the HBCUs and donate a, a whole lot of money to certain organizations and to college funds and things of that nature— there still come a cause sometimes where I think you should be supportive until you know, until you have all facts. And so, you know, a lot of people feel like, you know, he have 
done the African American community wrong because he becomes so boisterous and so opinionated. But I call it old age. You know, uh, the older our grandparents get, they get a little loose <laughs> with their tongue. They say yes. anything they want to say, they do anything they want to do, yes. and we go along with it. And he's getting old in age. So it's just one of those things that you have to take with you. Uh, so, Janet Jackson. Woo. Janet Jackson, you know, I know this is a, a Christian radio. I, I like Janet Jackson. <laughs> I like. The Jackson Fives. I definitely was a fan of Michael Jackson. The Man Jackson in the Mirror, Fives. Uh, <laughs> on the wall. And the list goes on and on and on and on. But Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson denies uh, the camera rumors. Uh, Janet Domita Joe Jackson is the youngest of, the, of Joe and Catherine's children. The pop star has no children of her own. Um, she briefly married a singer, uh, James DeBarge. You know, a lot of people know who James DeBarge was, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Uh, recently came out to address some rumors. Yes. About her having throat cancer. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, she has addressed them, stating that that is not the case. And so um, we should have no other recourse but to believe what she's stating. And even if she does have throat cancer, I mean, that's something or, or, or any type of cancer. Because I, I've, based on some of the readings that I've seen, is some type of she had to cancel a lot of tour, tour dates based on some type of growth. And she said that she would have to have surgery and so she wouldn't be able to sing. So the assumption is, is there's some type of growth or something going on with her voice. But at the end of the day, um, we live in a society where there's always speculation. And if she chooses to share her personal health information, with the world, fine. If not, we should just continue to pray for her and pray that she will continue to be able to use um, her vocal abilities in order to make a living because it has been very lucrative for her and her family. You know what? I, I totally agree. I, you know, we're in the area of social media, so anything that you put out there on social media is true. Is true. <laughs> <laughs> you can put out there that the sky is purple. Somebody somewhere going to go out there and see just to see if you're if telling the, sky the is truth. Really purple. And I think a lot of times we don't realize how how heavy how heavyweight social media is and what it really can do to individuals. You know, you can make a career on social media these days or you can break somebody's career on social media these days. Definitely. It's just on how you use it. And I think a lot of times we we need to get the facts. It, yes. You know, prime example is with Bill Cosby. Go right back to it. Get the facts. I don't care what it is. You know, research for yourself. Just don't take what's out there. Make sure that the information that you're reading is legit. Because, you know, anybody can go out there and put something out there and just say, hey, this is it, and we run with it. But I'm so glad that she did come out and say that she does not have throat cancer because uh, not saying that I'm going to any concerts. I don't need no hate mail. Don't send me no hate mail. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not. I love, you know, I, I, Janet Jackson is such a, a beautiful uh, individual, and uh, I, I'm glad that she does not have uh, throat cancer. And, you know, we do our part for praying for her and yeah. make sure that she gets well so she can continue to do what she's doing and, you know. For some people, bring good music. Some people, you know, she brings good music for some people. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I think she's just the essential uh, entertainer. Yes. And that's that's what it takes to make it in the music industry now. Whether it's gospel or any other genre, you have to be entertaining. But that's just the way that things are getting these days. Yep, that's exactly the way that it is. What you present out to the people is what they're going to take. 
And if yes. you're not either one of those, then you ain't got the package. He's, you know, we was talking about it on the way up here. We was talking about NeNe Leaks and how, you know, even after the Real Housewives of Atlanta, she still kept it moving. And I think that's the prime example. If you have a brand and you brand yourself extremely well, it'll work for you. Oh, yeah. You, it will work for you a lot of times. And I think a lot of people, we tend to get, you know, stuck in that place of understanding what is branding and how not to do it and all these things. And here it is with Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson is not the best vocalist, but she stays in her lane. Yes. She would not go out there and try to sing the national anthem because she couldn't do it. In my I, think, I think she could. I just think that it wouldn't be, you know, I think after Whitney Houston did that, everyone else should have just let it go. Wait, wait a minute. This microphone on. Oh, I know what's coming next. Beyonce. Oh. Beyonce, yes, yes. Beyonce. I think Janet Jackson, I mean, I think Whitney Houston, uh, Jennifer Hudson, uh, Beyonce, Fantasia are just some heavyweights that have done justice when you're talking about What about Erica Campbell? She recently sang the national anthem. What we need is Shirley Caesar. We need some all on the anthem. We don't want the flag to start wavering. <laughs> <laughs> we want the flag to just wave and effort. Shirley Caesar may make the flag go down. That's what we need. We need some oil on the national anthem. <sighs> I, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't know. You know how I am about music. You know how I am about, you know, singers and things of that nature. But, you know, I don't know about the oil. I the, think the Pastor oil. Shirley... Just need to stay in the room. Mm-hmm. Where she at right now? The All on the Anthem. That's a book. The All on the Anthem. Somebody going to sing The All on the Anthem. Yes. I can see that at somebody's church. <laughs> <laughs> I can literally see them saying The All the on all the Anthem. is on the, on the anthem. anthem. Wow. All right. Well, coming up to the next half of the show, we have a great, 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 I think, great topic. And what we're talking about, we're talking about Life Happens. Yes. Life happens, period. I think we forget that as Christians. Life happens. You're going to come into dead roads. You're going to, things are going to change your course and your path. It happens. It's a part yeah. of life itself. It's not meant to stop you, but it's just meant to, you know, deter you a little bit or, you know, slow you down a little bit so you can think and all that good stuff. So, on the second part of the show, that's definitely our topic today. So we're just going to take a quick break. And after this, we'll be right back with our topic for today. One, two, one, two. Ah, ah, here we go. It's my time to rise. It's my time to shine. It's my time to live. It's my time to fly.
I love that song. I love that song. That was definitely the one and only Kelly Price. Yes. I love Kelly Price. <laughs> I well, love I'm glad you love somebody. I, I love people. Because if it's not Beyonce or someone else. <laughs> you know, somebody might have a problem with that, that I love a lot of circular people. But I love everybody. I love the whole yeah. world. Yeah. I mean, I mean, music is music. Um a lot of the R&B music of the earlier day actually derived from the church. That's the reason why it was such uh, artists like James Brown and Little Richard, artists of that nature. That's the reason why, you know, they were always accused of being blasphemous because of, you know, if you hear songs like Tutti Frutti or some of the other songs, like the Isis Brothers shout. I mean, it's a church song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, and even as far as Tony, 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 mm-hmm. you know, they had a song, I don't know what you come to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I come from Church of God in Christ, and that, that is a song. <laughs> I come to clap my hands. Yes, I come to stump my yes, feet. So yes. individuals that have a problem with listening to all genres of music, it just means that there's opportunity there for us as believers uh, to um, take the time to really examine our faith and our belief system and understand that, you know, Music is the ultimate ministry, you know, whether it's jazz, whether it's R&B, whether it's country, you know, even, you know, some rap if it's done right, you know. But a lot of the songs that sell now are, you know, they are degrading and to anybody, women, cats, dogs, anything. But if you got a good hook and you got a producer 
Uh, you got a hit. You, you got a hit. And, you know, we're definitely entering a season where if you have a to to grow an excellent ministry would be great preaching and a bad choir. Yes. I mean, if you you cannot necessarily have one without the other. That's right. But you, you, and, and sometimes you can have great music and not so good word. But oh, the yeah. music, the music, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, that 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 touches on so many levels. Um, even when you think biblically about music, we know yeah. who Satan was. And they talked about how he flowed and it was music coming from the robe as he kind of flowed. I mean, it's it's music is it. I mean, I can be down and I can hear a song and it changes my whole mood. Yeah, yeah. And it has been clinically proven that, you know, if you want to work at a, face, a faster pace, you want to, you know, focus, listen to some music, put some music in. It'll help you do what you need to do and things of that nature. And I think that that's something that the church need to adapt a little bit more. Be, you know, be a little open with what you're you're saying. And, I, and you know, listen, I love all type of music. I, I, I am that type of person where I will, you know, support music, period, good music. Um, but at the same time, just like Keller Price, that's a, a great motivational song, yes. a great song to just help you to refocus and think about it is your time. This is your season for me. Yes. I will not go another day, another year to keep saying this is my year, this is my year and nothing ain't happened. Right. This is your this is the time. The time is now. And so sometimes you need a little pick me up, a, a song such as that to just remind you this is your time. You, be, yeah. you, you better do it. You better definitely get on it. So, definitely, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it at all. Do. As y'all can see, we definitely love music here in the studio. Yes, um, dealing with a psalmist herself, <laughs> and so I have to watch what I say when I talk to the psalmist. No, because no. I don't know what may come out her mouth. We both enjoy <laughs> all genres of music. Uh, music makes the world go round. Music makes the world go, go round. round. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So moving in, our topic for today, we're talking about life happens. Yes. So be the you that you were called to be, how to cope with it, how to live with it, and how to not spiritualize it. Mm. Life happens. Life, life happens. happens. So when, you, when we're talking about life happens, we're talking about those things that that come a lot of times. You know, uh, everything that we, those things that we call the devil Mm-hmm. You know, some of us like to say everything is the devil. It's the devil. Everything is the devil. You know, I got some friends like that. Mm-hmm. They get sick, it's the devil. Their car won't start, it's the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, they work up late for work, it's the devil. Oh, yes. Uh, they got a headache, it's the devil. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you're dealing with one, but in reality, it's life. Yep. You, you know, life happens. And I don't think a lot of times that we realize that we're so out of sync with life just happened things are going to happen but with those things happening we have to learn to keep it moving to keep going forward and keep progressing wouldn't you think so oh yes i mean life happens and and what we have to do is we have to make sure that we are good stewards of the word uh because you know there's going to be trials there's going to be tribulations and um the thing is, is that we have to make sure that not only in those seasons where we're up, that we continue to give God praise and be thankful uh, because um, my grandfather used to say, either you're in a storm, you're going into one, or you're coming out of one. Mm. And that's just life. And a lot of times the way that 
God teaches us lessons is through storms, and mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. I've been through some things in my life where I felt like God, why are you doing this? Yeah. you know. But a lot of times He allows things to happen so that He can either push us to where we need to be, because there's sometimes there's people and things in our life that we want to take with us to certain levels and we can't do it, mm. and so sometimes He has to crush us in order to rebuild us. Mm. It's kind of like a fine wine. You don't get wine yeah. until you put the, the grapes in a press yeah. and you crush them. But it's the most beautiful thing after the crushing. You just got to go through the process, and the process is called life. But you, wait a minute. You, you said something very profound. You said, you know, either you're going in a storm, you're coming out of a storm, or you're at the beginning of a storm. Mm-hmm. When's storm season over? I think the storm is never (laughs) not not as long as you're alive and you're living. I just think that, you know, it's never over. No one has just a smooth ride. And um, there's an older lady that I know. She always says that by the time you figure life out, you're leaving here Mm. because you get wiser with years. But, you know, we're only, you know, here a, a short period of time. And we must do what we've been called and purposed to do during that time frame. And while we're doing that, life happens, just happens. You know, even on, you know, on our way traveling today, we saw an accident on the way up Mm -hmm. here. Life just happens. I'm sure those people, and thank goodness they're okay because we saw them all standing out. But when they got in their car to hit wherever they they were going, I'm sure they weren't thinking, okay, we're going to be in a wreck, Mm -hmm. you know. But life, that happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, the youth have this thing where they say, that just happened. I mean, it's pretty funny to me. Like if they do something great, you know, know, get good grace, that just happened. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we just have to, and and it's a constant uh, process is continue to embrace life yeah, yeah. and its challenges. There's a whole lot of challenges. And, you know, challenges come for me. I didn't realize the challenges until I became an adult. And so because your parents do their best to keep you from those challenges of the world and those things, and they try their best to prepare you for life moments. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I can't help but think about those individuals who, you know, at 16, they had dreams, they had goals, and, you know, life happens. They end up having children, so they had to put those things on hold. And so they're sitting in the church, and they're loving God, and they're praising God, and in the back of their mind, they're still thinking about they wish they could or would have. And, and, and even some people have come to turn with, well, maybe that's not what God wanted me to do. What do you say to those individuals? I think I would say... Um, it sounds like my grandmother again, go back to the altar. <laughs> um, it, it takes getting your relationship with Christ back to his origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to the beginning, a lot of couples who are married go through things like that where you have to go back to the beginning of what both, what brought you together. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, it's going back to the beginning. That, um, Steve Harvey said something one time that resonated with me. He said, there's no such thing as uh, not being a morning person. Mm. 
If you have a tr- you if you have trouble getting up in the morning, then you're not doing what you're purposed and called to do. Mm. Or I love the movie Sister Act, and there was a line mm. that Whoopi Goldberg had that yes. said, you know, the very thing that you think about every day when you get up is what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, going back to the origin of that. Now, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you're called to it. Mm. You know, I'm I'm good at a few things, but I'm not called to it. I know how to cook, but I'm not called to it. I don't want to do it. But there's, you know, I always tell the youth that I work with, you know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. When he fashioned you, he made you so special that there is only one you. Mm -hmm. And regardless of all the gifts and talents that people have, usually there's one particular thing that he gives you that no one can quite do it just like you. Doesn't mean you're the absolute best. It just means that you have a certain thing that makes you stand out, that differentiates you from others. And so as life happens, you have to continue to go back to your source, go back to the origin of where it all started and continue to seek God as far as what it is that he would have you to do. And you're never too old. You know, there. I, I think that a lot of times we we forget and we feel like as Christians, I've been around it, I've seen it, you know, well, that door closed, that means it wasn't meant for me to do it. The devil is alive. Yeah, I mean, just be, yeah, when when God gives you a vision, uh, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen January the 15th, 2016. Exactly, exactly. And a exactly. lot of times, my you know, my husband talks about this a lot, is when Kairos and Kronos, they're different. Mm-hmm. God's timing and the timing that we live in is it's so different. much different. Yes. And like what we brought up earlier about Nene Leakes, you know, she came into her season in her late 40s, even though she had tried and tried and tried. So a lot of times, even, you know, I mentioned Steve Harvey before because I'm a fan of, you know, just what God is doing in his life. But this man was still sleeping in his car in his 30s. And so I'm pretty sure during those times, you know, he was stating that it's too late. Is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? But when... Kairos and Kronos lines up when God's timing lines up with where you are at in your time, then that's when it happens. And so you just got to live along the way. And it's easy to just say live. No, that's when we talk about life happens. You may have to go through sickness. You may have to go through losing friends, losing losing loved ones. You may have to go through different trials and tribulations. But can you hold on? Because that's life is happening. Yeah, yeah. And it's a ride. Yeah, yeah. And everybody who is here has to take that journey. Has to take it. You know, my mind instantly went on when you were talking about Steve Harvey and how he, you know, he slept in his car and he was thinking about it. I can only imagine that a lot of times, and even myself, I have been in situations where I have been like, okay, God, do I need to be doing this? Is this what you want me to do? Because the way that things have, start declining and the way things have begun to uh, slow down and things like that. And so I begin to really question. And, and, and I feel like it's okay to question where you are, yeah. but don't stay there. Make sure that you have individuals around you who are going to hold you accountable, who's going to speak life back into your situation, who's going to motivate you. You know, people talk about, you know, you got to motivate yourself. Yes, motivate yourself. I am a person. I believe in self-motivation. I believe in that. No one can motivate your motivate yourself the way that you can. 
You can't push yourself better than nobody else. But at the same time, it's good to have people on your team that say you can do it. You can reach from the st for the stars. You can achieve that. It's good to have people in your corner who genuinely mean that so that you won't feel like you're by yourself. Because we need that reminder of, of understanding that this is just a life moment. It's mm -hmm. just a life moment. You know, there may be somebody out there who is listening, who, you know, they've been thinking about pursuing music. They probably got old in age and just let it go. Life happens. There's yeah. still an opportunity to do what it is that you love to do. I'm a believer. I'm a firm believer. I stand on the scripture. You know, we were always looking for different ways to bring an increase to do these things. And I'm a firm believer of your gift would make room for you. But you got to work that gift. Yes. You have to work that gift for it to make room for you. Mm -hmm. And then the scripture also talks about how uh, you shall remember the Lord thy God who has given you the power to create wealth. What does that mean? That means that God gave you the ability to be creative, to mm -hmm. create something. So we got all these things working for us that we tend to forget and we begin to shut down because of the certain doors and the opportunities that are not extended unto us. You know, I put something on Facebook not too long ago. I think it's probably maybe been a year or so ago. All you need is the right opportunity. But you have to work until that opportunity presents itself. Right. And you, you have to be ready. During the season that you're waiting, you're not just sitting around pouting. Yes, yes. You have to prepare yourself. Yes. And, yes. you know, what are you doing in the meantime, what are you doing to get yourself ready? Because if you don't, when Kronos lines up with Kairos, will you be ready? Yes. And sometimes we uh, miss our season yeah. for what we should be doing. And not only should you get people that encourage you um, along the way, but there, I'm a big uh, believer of not having a bunch of yes people around yeah, you. You, you need to have people that will hold you accountable uh, people that will tell you, hey, Doc Bishop, the way you handled that, you may want to go back and reconsider it. Or, you know, you may want to, you know, think about this or let's pray a little bit more on it to make sure that, you know, we are following God's voice. Because a lot of times when we get frustrated, we follow our own voice. Mm -hmm. We we want to help God out. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. when we were on the way to the studio today and we were listening to a local pastor that was uh, eulogizing his mother, he talked about... Uh, Sarah, who was Sarai, mm -hmm. uh, before her name was changed with the promise and how she took things into her own hands mm -hmm. because her uh, chronos uh, had not mm -hmm. lined up with God's kairos. Mm -hmm. And so she had her husband, who is Abraham, to lay with the maiden mm -hmm. so that he could have a child because life happened and she thought life was at a certain point for her. Mm -hmm. And so she laughed at God, and in laughing, she decided to help God out, which it really created more problems. Yeah. So yes. as you're going along and life happens, then what you've got to do is hold on to the promise. And a lot of times it you hear people say, oh, hold it, God's unchanged hand. Oh, just hold, hold on. It. It'll work out. We have to be real. That's the reason why we're on straight talk for Christians. Yes. As yes. you're holding on, there are going to be things where you want to let go. Yes. There are going to be things that happen. There are, there are going to be situations and times where it feels like something is beating at your fingers to make you let go. Yes. But yes. that's what you've got to do. You've got to stay steadfast, unmovable, like, the, uh, like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Because when you see a tree— 
it's all kind of roots yeah, underground. Oh, so it's not roots. about what you see above ground. It's what I'm grounded in. Yeah. And so when you get grounded in it, that's the reason why a tree can stand through lightning, rain, storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, because it's just not surface. It's rooted and it's yeah. grounded in something. And so the thing is, as life happens, like with that tree, leaves may fall off. Branches may wither and die. I love to see an old tree where one of the barks got, you know, got some type of bacteria on it and sap is dripping mm-hmm. from it. Yeah. But you still can have a tree dead on yes. one side, but still yes. life on the other yes. because life has happened. And so I love the topic that you have about life happening because we as straight talk for Christians has to understand Life happens, but when life is happening, we have to stay rooted and grounded in the Word of God. And sometimes you may get to a point where you can't even read the Word right. of God, yes. but He yes. knows where you are. You may have to listen exactly. to music. Exactly. You may have to do different things, but life happens. And I don't care what you do. I don't care what type of mechanisms you build up to say you're going to protect yourself. You're never always protected. Life happens, and everything is not the devil. Like everything. you said, everything. Everything is not the devil. Listen, stop spiritualizing your life situations. We have to stop. We have to stop doing that. Listen, I believe that if God put it in you, every good and perfect gift comes from where? It comes from above. Mm -hmm. It comes from God. So, you know, with all of that, with all of that in mind, we have to we have to stop over spiritualizing and saying, well, God don't want me to do it. Why would God give you? An idea to do something, thank God, because of the anointing, because of where you are in the church. I think a lot of times we, and I think we were talking about that earlier, I think that's why a lot of people in the church community have dealt with depression. Because they are, they're not fully walking in their calling. They can't express themselves the way that God has given them to express themselves. They're not fully walking in their purpose and in their calling. Just because we see somebody up there preaching, just because we see somebody up there teaching, does not mean that that's what they're, they're specifically called to do. There are other areas that God has called us to uh, move and venture out into. But sometimes we will spiritualize it and say, no, nah, God don't want me to do that. That's when I was a child. That was before I became a Christian. That was before I, I loved the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that uh, sometimes the church puts a lot of restrictions on those of the faith. Yes. Yes. If you are a pastor's wife, you can't do this. If you're the pastor, you can't do that. And because of the restrictions, and these are not kingdom things, these are man-made. Mad-made. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that my husband talks about is religion, and he said religion is just man's attempt to reach God on his own terms. Mm-hmm. We don't talk religion, we talk kingdom. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that, you know, you'll have some people, I grew up in a church where they said drinking was a sin. Well, the first miracle was him changing water to wine. So was he sinning? I mean, so the overindulgence of a thing is it. Anything, whether it's food, whether it's alcohol, whether it's this, whether it's that. But we have taken things and some of it we've done with pure hearts. Well, we just think we know it's right, you know, and we've taken things and it is our attempt 
to please him Mm -hmm. when really we should just seek him. And the thing is, is that I remember T.D. Jakes one time, he had this um, series that I listened to, and he said that one of his members said to him, you are a bishop. You know, what you doing making movies? And he said, what's wrong with that? I mean, so there was someone whose mindset was, why would you be making movies? But the Bible says that we are to barter mm-hmm. until he comes. Barter right. means to do business. Yes, and so right. the thing is, is that why are we letting the world have all of our wealth? We should be bartering and we should be doing business so that we can feed the uh, the homeless. We can give shelter to the homeless. We can take care of, you know, the children that need to be taken care of. We can do kingdom things. Exactly. But we are so in a box that we shouldn't go this place or we shouldn't. Why don't we go outside of the nightclubs where these people are and talk to them about Christ? I know a specific, uh, um, a particular faith that will. Yeah. They'll come knock on your door seven <laughs> o'clock in the morning. I mean, yeah. so yeah. the thing is, yeah. why shouldn't we do that? Yeah. But if I was to go there and have flyers about, you know, the goodness of the kingdom of God, people would say I'm going to the club. Right. And so it's an individual walk as far as us opening ourselves up. I remember I visited a church in Jacksonville, Florida, and it's uh, Bishop McLaughlin that's there. And it was a conference going on, and um, Donnie McClurkin was there, and he was praying. And, I mean, he was praying fire from heaven. And some people were trying to get in, and the people that were with him said, hold the doors. Yeah. And that pastor said, why would you keep people out when prayer is going on on the inside? And it struck me because I was raised like that. When you pray, you hold the doors. People can't walk. Don't let anybody in. But what he explained to me was, you've been in church all your life. I haven't. That's the reason why I'm open to I learned everything I learned by just really reading the Bible. And so a lot of things were taught. But life happens. Life happens. Life happens. You know, We've said so much today, you know, to help people understand that life happens. I don't care where you are. You know, you may have a ministry. You wanted to do a ministry and you can't get out there to do what you need to do. And a door have closed or things have happened. Listen, life happens. Get out there and try it again. You may have tried to start your own business or whatever the case may be. And it may not did not work out in the timing that you've tried. Try it again. Like. Life happens. Life situations happen. Things happen. So, Lady Teen, I want to ask you this before we get ready to leave out of the studio. There may be somebody out there who, you know, just may need some encouragement or whatever. Real briefly, what would you say to those individuals who have been stopped by different things that have happened in their life? Oh, my. I would say to that individual, don't lose heart. Don't lose your faith. And don't lose hope. You know, the thing is, is that you have to have the word of God rooted and grounded in your heart. And when nobody else sees the vision that God has given to you, you've got to understand that that is your season to continue to work and to prepare yourself. Because those individuals that did not believe in the vision, those are going to be the main ones that you are going to have to minister to. And so the thing is, is that it's never too late. If you look at Sarah, 
you know, it wasn't too late. If you look at Abraham, it wasn't too late. If you want to take it into the world today, if you look at NeNe Leakes, it wasn't too late. If you look at Tamar Braxton, it wasn't too late. late. I mean, the thing is, the list goes on and on and on. If you look at someone, you know, like Adele, it it was even though she was younger because of situations and heartbreak, she thought it was too late, but she went through that heartbreak. And because of that heartbreak, which was life that happened, it produced all these songs. (laughs) And so the thing is, is that whatever your situation is, let that be equivalent to like what Adele went through. Let that be the, the, the story or the backdrop that propels you into your destiny. Don't worry about who believes. Don't worry about who's not supporting you. Don't worry about things not being perfect because God can line you up to where you're at a gas station and meet someone who can invest in your business while you're buying a bag of peanuts. So the thing is, it's not about all the resources. It's about keeping the faith, staying true, staying connected with your source, keeping the word of God, which gives you the light every day based on his promises. And you have the faith. You keep the faith. You keep working. And when Kairos lines up with Kronos, then your season has arrived. Listen, I think Lady Tina just preached to us. And you all, for, for what I take from that is just stay the course. Yes. Stay the course. No matter no matter what happens, no matter what, what comes the way and, you know, stay the course. Yes. Stay, stay committed to that work that stay in that position right there. Don't leave where you are. Don't you dare walk away. Don't you dare give up. Stay, hold on to that. Hold on to that. And if you work it, It'll work for you eventually. Yes. Hey, I'm a I'm a true believer and I am a true testament of staying the course and staying faithful to that. Listen, that's all the time that we have today. I want to leave you all with this. Believe, act, and follow your destiny. True, stay course. Stay the course. Until next time, be blessed. You have been listening to Design Radio Ministries, a Miller, Georgia media production. Follow Minister T Payne and Dot Bishop on Facebook at DAZN Radio. Also, listen to WBGA DAZN Gospel Radio Station online daily at www.dazonradio.fm. Again, that's www.dazonradio.fm.